Hello and welcome back to the Pub Test Podcast. Uh, we got a bit of an early, it's uh, January 2nd and we're going to do some early AFL news resolutions. So we're going to go through each team and try and keep this short. You obviously know because you'll <laughs> no see... No chance the, it'll be short, but... <laughs> you'll see the time. You'll see, like, when they open up the app, yeah, they'll they're, know the They're going to know. So before... That, my mic's on, yeah. What do you reckon the over-under is for this, for minutes? I honestly think it'd be like 23. Well, okay, I was thinking 20. We're hoping for like 10, but it's not going to be 10. <laughs> it's not going to be 10. Even spe- especially with what Ryan's already posted. What? We've <laughs> already wasted like two minutes. Nah, 38 yeah. seconds. That's yeah. Right. I was going to 21 and a half. Okay. Over under. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think it'd be over. I said over in 23. Alrighty. But let's see how it goes. Lovely. Let's qu- quickly get through this end because I'm under. So. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Go, 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 Adelaide go, go. Crows. Um, so I'm going to read them out and then you two are going to Because you come with these and, today, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, so a little quick. Don't hate me for them. Um, so the Crows, uh, don't be anywhere near the bottom four because I think that's going to be really weak this year and get a giant, and get a killer, a big killer the, somewhere during the year. So big teams, uh, Geelong, a top four team, get at least one or two of those because with the moves they made, I think you need to show a bit of promise. But mm. at the same time, don't be anywhere near those bottom teams because of the fact that they're so weak. I think that that's something you look for in any side that's... Well, maybe not contending for the bottom four, but probably not going to make finals. Is can you beat the good sides? Like we yep. saw that as we talk about Hawthorne later. Hawthorne did did take some big scalps. I think that's what you want to see from Adelaide. Where I don't think anyone's predicting to be in the in the finals, but you want to see them take a few scalps with them. Yep, yep. spot on. I mean, the last three seasons they finished eighteenth, fifteenth, fourteenth. So they've just been stuck basically yep. in that sort of. It's not even no man's land. They've just been irrelevant. Like let's be honest. So you look last year they finished same amount of wins as Hawthorne. But there was so much more promise with Hawthorne, so much more. And maybe that's because they're a Victorian team, more media hype. But it just felt like Hawthorne found like a game plan. Adelaide didn't. So, yep. yeah, you want to see them take a couple of scalps. They'd be good. They mm-hmm. finished about year well with Fogarty killing it and the move at rank and a few hours like that. You would like to see them do that a bit more often. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's a good one for them. Brisbane Lions are next. Prelim must. Can't, oh, yeah. can't really say much else from that. You've got Josh Dunkley in um, and some really fantastic draft picks. So, Prelim finals absolute bust if they don't make that. Yep. And really grand finals almost on the cards. But you could say you that for a couple that. of sides. They want to be like a genuine contender, not just like a, oh, if they're playing at the Gabba, yep. they should win. Correct. They should be wherever they are. Like they shouldn't be talking about, oh, but it's at the MCG. Like they should be one of the best teams yep. every week. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yep. Agree. Blues, uh, just win. Top six is a must with a finals win along touch with that. So top four, I want to say top four, but there's about six teams I could say that. So I got them in the top six. And I need to see at least one win. Um, if that's, I think that has to be one win. I, 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 I wouldn't call one win a, in finals a, like you know like one of those like, things like bust because I do think that the top eight can be so strong this year. There's so many teams vying for it. Finals is an absolute must. Yeah, like that literally would be the biggest failure if they didn't. But yeah, I do think they should be striving for at least one win. Cause they're, they're too good a side not to be to push. Like if that. they're finishing the bottom. Uh, sorry, like six, fifth or six, then they should be getting a win to get themselves to the second, like get themselves to the mm-hmm. second round, because they're a good enough side of that, and they're paying, they're paying that way. If they're, ta- if you look at their list and their talent, they've got to be a top four. Next few years, I know we're not talking about list manager stuff. Next few years, they're starting to have to pay a yep. lot of players. So I think this is the sweet spot almost. Yep. To make a, a run. Yeah, and you bring in a guy like Blake Akers who should help that. Like he's a good player coming into his prime. They haven't lost anyone major. Like they should be. 
a lot better than they were mm-hmm. last year. So the only thing they do is the Sam Walsh injury for the first couple that's weeks. Big, but yeah. that's true. I forgot about that. They've got enough talent though to yeah. warrant that, like Maybe to cover good. that for a little bit. Yeah. So. Uh, the Magpies proved the haters wrong in brackets Fletcher. So I said <laughs> uh, last year, at the end of last year. Yeah, was that list yeah, it was list management stuff. I said they might not make the eight. Just because of the fact that they finished might, top four. You were a bit more confident than might not make the eight. You were pretty confident they're not going to make the eight. I'm a 50-50 if they make the eight. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the reason why I said this, they've got obviously a harder schedule than what they did the years before that, um, or last year, and mm-hmm. they won a lot of close games, which they might happen again. But I think they proved the haters wrong. Mm. That'll be a set their sights on that um, with a few good trades in. Histori- historically speaking, that if you have a winning like season on, like by winning like, those games under two goals, generally speaking, next year you have a losing record with that. So um, it's not at the realms of, of impossibility that we don't make finals just because it's so strong, but I'd like to think we do. But um, I, 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 since you said that, when you said that, I was like shocked. The more I think, the more I think that it is a possibility. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it's a genuine possibility. Proved yeah. that was wrong there. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, the more you look at it, the more you realise that last year was... It was an anomaly. Like, let's be honest. The fairy tale, what happened there. Yep. I do think they come down to earth a little bit. And that's not to say that they're not a good team, but like, I just don't think that everything that happened last year can happen again. So, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be borderline. I reckon for some of those teams that have improved, they're going to be borderline top eight. Yep. There's a, I think there's about four teams, five teams that are fighting for the last position eight. So, it's not, it's not a... It's not a shame to be saying that because the AFL is so strong. Moving on to a team that could be there, uh, the Dockers find a way to score. Um, they've obviously made a few trades and brought in two genuine ruckmen, uh, but it's the forwards have moved out. So they've got to find a way to score because that's going to be their way to win games because their defense is locked up, midfield's really good. They might only win games when they're 50 to 40, not 80 to 90 points. Yeah, mm-hmm. And you can't rely on winning games like that all the time. You got to have games like we, we saw it. I mean, it looked like it was going to happen in that final against the Dogs. <laughs> yeah. It looked like it was. This team literally cannot kick a goal, and it took the kids like Jai Miss to actually get them rolling. You can't trust Tabana to be there for 22, 23 games a year. So yep. someone's going to have to do and it. And losing Rory, Rory Love as well. I think yep. he said Tabana when he played was pretty good, but you couldn't. You can't rely on him. That's probably why they're so hesitant to get rid of Lob. You can't rely on Tabana for twenty two games. Yep. So you have Lob's probably one that has played. Uh, this year, you played a fair few games. So, yeah, how do they score now? They've lost a lot. Yeah, that's going to be a very interesting one for them, but they're a good side. Um, the Cats, it's pretty easy to say for them. Backing up from last year, obviously, you made the grand, win the, won, won the grand final. So, backing up from last year. Um, is yeah. there another one, maybe? Well, I think one that you said before that was really good, um, find like that next leader for the club because you look at it, we're, we're an old list. So, all the guys that are in contention to be the next captain... Uh, over 30 years old, you look at our list profile, there's no one really around 24 to 27 years of age that could just be the next captain. So it's going to be trying to find someone who can step up and do that. I don't know who it is yet. The only player I can think of around that age bracket is Parfit, but he's not a vocal guy. He's, he's someone who flies under the radar. Games. Not getting the game getting all the time. So, so uh, it's, it's, yeah, probably just an extra thing, but yeah. the, the That'll be an res- interesting one with Joel, like just the leadership he set. Uh, the stands he said there's no one that you go yes they tick that straight away but you have like Stuart and Tom Hawkins that are really good but which one are you going to pick you've got almost too many options um, I know it's not really a bit relevant to what we're saying who do you reckon to be a captain this time around I, I, I think it'll be Tom Stewart but so. he'll be the figurehead of a big leadership group yep. okay. that the public won't know about it'll be like a behind the scenes we have six or seven guys 
a couple in each line, but Stewart will be yeah, captain. Far, which Stewart is what you, what you probably already have it already, but I guess Joel Sable is just the, the poster boy of the captaincy. Mm-hmm. Um, Gold Coast Suns now. Obviously, they always start off well. So it's start off well and then finish the whole year well. Don't drop at the end of the year. Don't have these 50-point losses suddenly throughout post-buy. Um, all year, you need to be... you. Again, when you someone plays you all year, know that that's going to be a hard win. If they do, if you do lose, it's not going to be an easy one. So yeah, they're um they're the typical like they've been the typical young team for a couple of years where you know that eventually they're going to drop away, yep. and they they haven't given us any reason to think otherwise because they just keep falling away, like you said. So you want to see some improvement. You want to see them actually contend for finals, like we thought they were going to do last year, and then look what happened. So. And that's their goal too. Like these are all the things we think they'll be setting their goals for. Or they should be at least minimum setting their goals for. And that's you know for twenty two rounds being difficult. Maybe twenty rounds being difficult and two rounds you you stuff up a little bit. But and you can't keep leaving it to oh, but Ben King's not playing. Ben King's not playing. If you're relying on one guy to take that next like to help you make the jump, you are yeah. not legit. So it doesn't happen in the AFL. Yeah. Um, the Hawks just keep. Oh uh, no, sorry, GWS um, and Hawthorne could be put together, but GWS will say first. I miss them. Um, they're a bit of an interesting one. I'm going to stick with C talent, uh, C the talent, and then keep the standards up. And that's the same for Hawthorne. C the talent, keep the standards up. So what I mean by that, see the infant talent, the skill, the these young draft, these high draft picks can be really, really good and be possibly Colmenos or Bradley Mills in the future. See their talent, but also keep standards up. They're not just getting a game. So put them in the EFL, put them in the VFL, make sure that they're earning their spot and understand the standard that you have to play to AFL. Um, so that's what I want to see with this team. But GM is a bit different. They've still got a lot of talent that we talked about or uh, aging talent in terms of Cogs, Kelly, uh, there's more Whitfield, everyone. Yeah, so Himmelberg, all those guys. Unless you guys have another one, that's what I see for them though. Probably the big one, more so, I mean, they're two teams who look like they're going to be in similar spots. One team has a clear identity, knows the way they play in Hawthorne. The other team, it's been well documented that they're the complete opposite. So for me, it's with a new coach, just find a way that you can either win or lose games and just embrace it. Yep. Don't, because it, maybe they're 0-4 and they get blown out a couple of times. Don't get scared and change because you saw, like you'll see teams might do that and then it just becomes a wasted year. So just stick to that identity and embrace it. Yep, like it. Um, Melbourne Demons, Gorn and Grundy uh, finding a way to that work, building that chemistry as quick as possible and boost themselves up. I could almost add in a find a way to score 80, 90 points, same as Fremantle. Not really a true key forward. You've got big Ben Brown down there, but not great. They lost their scoring power in that last half of the year. So maybe that mm-hmm. could be a sec, another one that yep. was flirting with. Four line's always been a little bit, not always, maybe last year definitely showed signs of dysfunctionality. Um, and uh, the, the year before, their, their defence and midfield covered up for their four yeah, line, did. didn't they? it did. So, so yeah, I, th- I think you could, that's definitely one to mention. And I guess Gordon Grundy will... will Spend a lot of time forward themselves. But yeah, how does that forward mix? I was yeah. going to say, quickly, like, it might, early on in the season, getting Gorn and Grundy to work might affect that scoring ability. That might go the other way and they might struggle for a little bit there because there's going to be periods where Gorn has to play a lot of forward. And we saw sometimes, like, in the finals, it didn't really work. That Sydney game, it just did not work. And Grundy so, definitely can't, isn't a forward. Exactly. Definitely so, isn't a forward. there's going to be, there might be games where it, the connection just isn't there. So... They're going to have a bit of growing pains, but um, they still look good. Yeah. Uh, North Melbourne, I, I want to see LDU just absolutely... Tear the comp to shreds. Yeah. 
under, they're not going to be great, but I want to see him under Clarkson just be the number one mid, midfielder for them. I know Sinkin's really good, but use could be a future Brownlee match. We could, he should be in the conversation with some of the best mm-hmm. in the competition, like a Warner will be very soon. So um, I'd love to see him just have, like, get to 27, 28 disposals a game and just burst out of the pack a goal a game. That would be fantastic. Yeah, like he's going to be the face of this club for the next 10 years. Yep. And unless someone miraculously takes that from him, I think he's going to be the guy. So it's, yeah, it's like LDU, even Alaki as well. Just I'd jump on say, the back. Don't even worry you lost Horn Francis because LDU I think is going to be better, in my opinion. Yeah. So get on his back and ride him home because yeah. he's taking you to the promised land. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Um, Port Adelaide. They've also got a lot of people trading in. So it is break even through the first six. Get chemistry right. Don't be one and five. Don't be 0 and six like you were this year. Be three and three. Their season was over positive. in six rounds. Yeah. So we know how important it is straight away because there's not many rounds. So be even. So that's my... Yeah. As, as, as we talked about, with so many sides contending for the eight, if they start one and five, they are done again. The season's done. Yep. So I, I, I don't envision that that'll happen, but... Um, they can't afford to happen again. They need to build chemistry and seriously quickly, um, which I hope they do. Um, the Tigers, prelim is a must with the draft picks of sacrifice, the future sacrifice, the people they brought in. They've got to find a bit, bit, bit the same as Paul They've got to find chemistry early and what role you're going to play in that midfield. But I think they've got a bit better understanding the rest of their clubs, like the rest of their lines have been together for a long time. So... I'd say prelims are must for them, but you could almost say the chemistry one too for them with the big trade period. Yeah, I think so. Like that, you you know that they're going to be around the mark. Like they're yep. well coached. They've been together for a long time. In big games, they step up. We saw last year there was a lot of those close games they didn't actually win, which was surprising. Gold Coast, yep. I don't think that'll happen again. I think they're probably the opposite to Collingwood where they just had like even a, a Geelong game comes to mind where they should have won that game. They don't. North Melbourne, North Melbourne Gold Coast, like yep. those sort of games. Yep. They go the other way and... They're almost a top four team. So yep. th- they'll be there. Sydney, don't let one bad day destroy your season. So obviously the stats are after losing like five. I don't know. I forget what it was exactly, but a lot. Rod on, Rod on yeah. exactly how, what margin was. I actually don't, funnily well, enough. Yeah, I yeah, actually, actually don't. Generally surprised. <laughs> when you lose by a lot in the grand final, it normally destroys your season after that. I hope that they don't do that. Um, put, that a, put that aside. I don't know why that happens. I think every team's tried to put it aside that's lost by a lot. <laughs> Just doesn't seem to work. Well, I'm gonna say is surely it's too well coached and too good a side. But I reckon every every side that's that's yeah. happened to will say the same thing. Yeah, if you, if you made a grand final the year before, you'd say you're well coached, wouldn't you? Going into that <laughs> season, so <laughs> every, every side said that exact thing. <laughs> so um, yeah, w- one bad day, don't let that destroy your season. Uh, West Coast, I found it hard to come up with them, but something about Stand- standards has to be the yeah. one. So round one, be ready, fit, ready, no injuries. The disconnect in that club for the first like three rounds was so evident. Obviously, we had that COVID stuff and then yep. players like Elliot Yo coming back overweight. <laughs> bit tubby. A bit tubby. So, <laughs> like, the standards were cooked and like, there was such a bad vibe in the club so early on. So, and it got to the point where it was weird. That Do you guys feel like they got left, let off the hook a bit about that? Yep. I do, I agree, yeah. yeah. If they were a Melbourne club, a Victorian club, club. Essendon got Essendon got absolutely slammed for what happened with them. I don't think West Coast thing was any any better and they got suddenly got away with it. Yep. You're lucky you mess it mentioned Essen because I've just realised in alphabetical yeah, we have so not mentioned oh really <laughs> well, yeah we didn't think of it on the fly what would be Essen um, I hadn't got one written down for him but it was I did think about theirs it's don't let up so we saw last year it's like Dylan Sheard was meant to get dropped didn't end up getting dropped um, and then he played the next week and looked really good for the next couple of weeks then he drops off again so your standard for the whole season it's a bit like St Kilda I haven't talked about them either 
Um, they're, they're next. We've, we've, they're next. we've missed them. We've missed them. 100% commitment the whole season. So I want to say pressure the whole year or your game plan the whole year instead of there for a quarter, miss, a, miss next week, and then post by, you're still hang, hung over or whatever. Mm. Commitment the whole freaking season all yeah. the way through 21 rounds. I don't want to hear young or this or that commitment all season long. No, yeah. I reckon to extend on for that, I reckon it's be ruthless. Like they're yep. a team who's too nice. And I reckon that might be a little bit of an extension from Ben Rutten and the way he coaches and the way he deals with people. I reckon Brad Scott's going to come in and just oh, yeah. overhaul everything. I just yeah. want, And that might help with selection as well. Might be a couple of surprising round one calls. Yep. They might need that. Mm. So, Like yeah. that, that Dylan Shield situation last year just summed up their whole season. It was like he got dropped for discipline reasons and then there was an injury so he got put back in. If you're getting dropped for discipline reasons, you shouldn't come back in no matter who comes out of that side. Like, that didn't make sense to me at all. Um, St. Kilda is the exact same as them. Oh, yeah. 100% commitment the whole the whole year, no matter who's on the other side of the field. Don't, because the bottom four teams just roll up and think, oh, it's going to happen. And then when Geelong comes up, you go and smash it. Like, Speaking of too nice, St. Kilda are the epitome of too nice. Yep. They are the epitome of too nice. That No one is scared to play them. Ross no the boss scared. will not let that Ross, happen. Yeah, there's absolutely <laughs> no chance that they are too nice this year. They're going to be the complete opposite. But, yeah, that's literally the epitome of too nice, St. Kilda. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that won't happen. Ross the boss will... Yeah, definitely some uh, ground rules will be laid. That's for sure. So the last team is Westbrook, Welch, my team. Um, <laughs> what you, what, can you can you um, mention the, ex- the exact words you've written down here, please? Uh, we're clean, clean podcast. Here. <laughs> you um, won't be able to. He'll tell us off. Go on. <laughs> Shut the f up and win. Um, it's not that hard. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not, not that hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm overhearing the loop beverage excuses. I'm overhearing. The back half doesn't have enough tools. Midfield balance isn't good enough, or they haven't got small growing forwards. There's been enough there over the last three or four seasons to get something done, and I'm over it. So get it done or get out of the club. I think, in my opinion, got top far four, too good a side. Got top four talent everywhere. So if you're not good enough, get out of there. Because yeah, I can see, I can see a universe where Luke Beveridge isn't there halfway through the season. Yeah, I can too. Just signed into extension, so you hope not. <laughs> uh, I just if like if you're not living up to it again, it could even be the end of the year. But all right, yeah, it, yeah, um, it could be ten, eleven games around the bye. Could be seasons almost over, and they go, all right, we can't yep. put up with this anymore. The mediocrity. Yeah. So, in my opinion, that's there. So that's our AFL. What do you call it? Uh, New Year's resolutions for each yes. team. We think that's what they'll be striving for. Or the media will be looking for them mm-hmm. to do that. Um, we'll closer for your season do do more predictions or more yeah absolutely like thoughts of what we're looking for but that's a bit of a fun one just to get you in the mood yeah because it's, it's not far away like coming just up. over two months away i'm sure we'll start hearing about some of the stuff that's been happening in pre-season who's looking good yeah yeah but anyway that's cool. been the pod it has and thanks listen. excited for the afl 2023 2023 yeah it's either he's fine gee whiz <laughs> it's fine two days in fine. but no oh, oh, that's the first time i thought about footy for a long time right so um, yeah, keen on the cricket at the moment. But um, no. Good job. We're going to have to start thinking about it more. Yeah, maybe. Supercoach. Keen off soon. <laughs> okay. <I'm> not- <laughs> Already trying to get the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you boys. <laughs> see you later.